When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Guys, welcome to this 2024 Oscars nomination reactions special. Don't forget we post full episodes of our show on every single Wednesday. You can catch episode 112 where I talked about the kitchen and also the end we start from. So if you haven't checked that out, go and check that out. But George, today as of when we're recording... The Oscar nominations got announced, mm-hmm. and I thought we would just react, comment on some of them. We're going to run through not all of the categories, because we'd be here all day, and I think there are some categories we just can't really comment on that yep. much. What we are going to cover is best score, best cinematography, best writing original screenplay, best writing adapted screenplay, actress in a supporting role, actor in a supporting role, leading actor, female, leading actor, male, best director, and best picture. Boom. Big asterisk for everyone listening, as I'm sure you're in a similar position to me and George. We have not yet seen The Zone of Interest. We're seeing that next week. We've not yet seen American Fiction. We've not yet seen Rustin or Nyad. And a lot of those are included in this. So obviously we will just reserve on that. But Mm. that's, I assume most people, unless you saw it at a film festival, are in the same situation. Well, Nyad's actually been on Netflix for about three months. Right, George, shall we start with Best Original Score? The nominations are as follows. American Fiction, we've not seen. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Death. Destiny, Killers of the Flower Moon, Oppenheimer, and Poor Things. So for me, uh, was like, ha- I haven't seen American Fiction. Yeah. Um, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny I'm like, was yeah, so sure, uninteresting enough, <laughs> so disinteresting that I never engaged with it. Best score, Star Wars. People like, have okay. said to me that the Poor Things score is amazing, and I believe them, but I actually can't remember it at all. Yeah. I was so busy with the visuals of it. Oppenheimer's score is fantastic, and I, I think will win, yeah. but I do like Robbie Ryan's... Robbie, I think it's Robbie Ryan... No, that's the no, that's the cinematographer of Poor Things. Um, Oppenheimer, I think, will win. Me too. Fantastic score. Don't get me wrong, but the Killers of the Flower Moon, Robbie Robertson's score, I do think is fantastic. And I was mm. very much aware when watching Killers of the Flower Moon of how much that score was giving mm. to the story. It, it, I did with Oppenheimer as well. Holding the visuals, something very about the hand. kind of uh, southern gothic kind, not gothic, sorry, southern sinisterness of that guitar twang mm. always beating and pulsing in the background of Killers of the Flower Kind of like how Interstellar got like sort of absorbed by social media to, and that score is like the scientific discovery. There's a the great one out there. No, no, the Interstellar one. Oh, that, yes, that has also now happened to Oppenheimer, which yes. to me shows it's permeated through yeah. and it's like the sci-fi music, the um, Can You Hear the Music track yes, from, from Oppenheimer. And Next, uh, um, Ludwig Göransson. Yeah, fantastic score. So I think that will win and should win. Uh, next up is cinematography. The nominations are as follows El Conde, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Oppenheimer, and Poor Things. We haven't seen El Conde. No. Not familiar with it. Um, get start with Maestro. Beautiful looking film. Stunning. Don't get me wrong. Absolutely stunning. Um, but I'd love to watch images of it. 
<laughs> yes, exactly. Like, again, because yeah. the film is uh, kind of weaker in other areas, I'm less uh, uh, keen on it. Um, Killers of the Flower Moon, yes, shot very well. Yeah. Um, I do think it's kind of dwarfed by Oppenheimer, Hoyter van Hoytema. Uh, it's just uh, brilliant. next level. The poor Shooting Things, stuff. I think, it has a real strong contender there because um, uh, uh, Poor Things, sorry, is probably the only strong opposition, I think, next to Oppenheimer because mm. visually it's so fantastic. But I put that down to also production design. That's as the well. thing I was thinking about. Not poor to, to diminish it's, the scene. It's such a joint thing. effort between the two. Like, I think I remember saying that the design and the quirkiness and the jagged edge mm. really lended itself to its cinematography style. So for me, like Oppenheimer yeah. and Poor Things could take it. The Oppenheimer, I think they talked about this idea of like they wanted to capture that large format style photography mm. and put that onto film and use this like elongated face structure but using IMAX to, to, to shoot it with all the Nolanisms and Hoyman yes. Hoyman it's, it's really really breathtaking so film. I would say will win should win so next up a writing original screenplay mm. we've got Anatomy of a Fool The Holdovers Maestro May December and Past Lives so I think out of all of those very uh, good contenders yeah um, other, good films. Um, except for we think Maestro is a bit weak and all of them I can see how they've been nominated for that. I do think actually the holdovers will will win because of the momentum it has behind it at the moment. There's a yeah. lot of love for the holdovers as we talked about last week. And um, I think that will probably win. I think personally, if I was to choose it, I would probably go for Anatomy of a Fool actually Me because too. it's so well written. Yeah. And they, there's a chance it could win it. All of those are well written, but uh, I think it's probably between the two. In the last week, it's been really nice to catch up with peers of mine who've also gone to see the holdovers mm. and how I think there's this idea of everyone's very refreshed by it. It's a really sort of type of film we're not getting that much and a type of writing we're not getting that much. And it's just very sweet and, and a light touch to it. I think Check what, out our review from last week. Yeah, and I think what the holdovers benefits from is that it's a it's kind of feels both familiar and new. Mm. So it's I talked about this in the review last week. Very familiar territory, a lot yeah. of the tropes in it, but actually the way it's done is feels refreshing and enjoyable. I don't know anatomy before the amount of detail that film yeah. goes into and how rewarded you feel for having paid attention is just brilliant. So it'd I great it'd be yeah. great read anatomy before. It's a good year. Yeah. Next adapted screenplay for writing. We've got American fiction, Barbie, Oppenheimer, Poor Things, and the Zone of Interest. Uh, of interest we're seeing on Thursday. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Thursday of Thursday, next, next week, week. To clarify. Yeah. Um, so our review will be the week after. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> don't, don't hold, promise anything. Hold your horses. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think uh, I think Oppenheimer will win that because again it's a 720 yeah. page Pulitzer Prize winning book that they've been able to condense down. Um, Barbie in a way it's like adapted screenplay not because it's adapted off a piece of literature <laughs> no. because it's adapted from an existing industry. that's IP, really loose it? yeah there was a thing once <laughs> yeah so therefore it's an adapted screenplay um, uh, yeah Oppenheimer again American fiction could be great looks great but we've not seen it yet, yet. Uh, next up is actress in a supporting role we've right. got Emily Blunt for Oppenheimer Danielle Brooks for The Colour Purple America Ferreira for Barbie Jodie Foster for Nyad and Devine Joy, Rand Devine Joy Randolph for The Holdovers so I think the biggest surprise here was America Ferreira for Barbie me I too I have to say um, a bit of a, uh, I think a, bit a little mixed reaction to her speech I in that film in the second half I think I think that's a. I like that moment. I I liked it too. And, a lot I, of and I, don't. I almost think slightly cynically that people have gone ah great monologue. That's a best supporting a yeah. actress thing. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I like America Ferrera a lot. I think she does a good mm. performance. But it's just like that's not. I, I didn't recognize her as, as being one of the standout um, features of Barbie. Barbie feels very much like a collaborative effort. Mm. Everyone in it. I think actually the only person that does stand out in, as an individual is Ryan Gosling actually and we'll mm. get to him because um, he 
he's the only actor I feel not the only actor but he's the actor I feel in, in Barbie is working outside of their comfort zone yeah. really stretching it as being the butt of the jokes being buffoon you know Margot Robbie who is not nominated and we'll talk about that in a bit is great and we love Margot Robbie but I also think the character of Barbie doesn't serve her full range of acting skills well and like American Ferreira's character I couldn't even tell you her name Gloria is it maybe the Gloria but like I, I'm, I'm surprised to see that haven't seen uh, Naya. Play, playing sorry, Barbie sorry. in Barbie, I think, is a really hard job. It like, is despite a hard it job. not, I, I think I think Margot Robbie did great. I think she did everything that film needed it to do. I, I don't sympathise with picking up that script and going, how the hell no, no, do no, I play no, Barbie yeah. in Greta Gerwig's film? I also think, I, and I said this uh, at the time, is that the, uh, the, the thing with Barbie as a character, she's very reactive to everything. Mm. So she is not... So sometimes as a character, it's hard to engage with her on a kind of deeper level. And she's got to be smart and funny. Yeah, and all these things. Like have a whole emo- emotional rounded but end. Of those, I think that um, I, we haven't seen The Colour Purple. No. And we haven't seen Nyad. Um, I think... Devine Joe Randolph. Devine Joe Randolph seems to be the kind of front runner at, uh, at the moment. I'd say she's my pick of those. Yeah. Again, not seeing Daniel Brooks. And then Emily Blunt Oppenheimer, I think Emily Blunt is brilliant, but I don't think that character for most of the film serves her very well. Mm. I think there's a really great moment in that final hour when she's getting cross-examined by Jason Clark yes. and she really comes into her own and like Emily Blunt carries that scene so well. Yeah. But for the rest of it, like a lot of the female characters in that film, sadly, I'm not sure. Underserved. Sadly underserved. And Emily Blunt, I think, has done a really good job with what she got. So I think we would, we would both go for Devine Joy Randall yeah, for the whole day. Deservedly. Uh, next up, actor in a supporting role. So we've got Sterling K. Brown for American Fiction. We've got Robert De Niro, Killers of the Flower Moon. We've got Robert Downey Jr. for Oppenheimer. We've got Ryan Gosling for Barbie and Mark Ruffalo for Poor Things. That is a Good. that is a competitive sec- section. Again, not seen American not Fiction. Not seen American Fiction, but I really like Sterling K. Brown as yeah. an actor. Um, the thing is... Um, it, it, the front runner by a long by a long shot is is, is Downey Jr. I, I mean, so. I say front runner both in the momentum he already has behind him, and also I think he does stand out. Don't get me wrong, I love De Niro in Kills the Flower Moon. He's it's brilliant. one of the best De Niro performances oh. I've seen in ages. I think Gosling is great in Barbie, yeah, and I love what Mark Ruffalo is doing in Poor Things. I yeah. do think Mark Ruffalo is doing really, really worthy specific, of a nomination. Yes, yeah, specific comedic. You've got two comedic performances in there, which is rare. Yeah, I, th- I think like Downey Jr. expected to win because I think the tone of Oppenheimer in an award season will weigh against him versus Barbie. But like on our emails, Ryan Gosling is like the supporting actor, mm. people's choice. If Ryan Gosling does win, that would be such an amazing. It's like for everyone yes. else just to win even though like Ryan Gosling totally deserving it would just be thematically very off for the Oscars mm. I think I, I yeah I, and I'd be happy in the sense that, that they finally recognise comedy the yeah. presence of, of a comedic performance and I'd be happy with that but I think everyone just agrees that Robert Downey Jr. is very good he was brilliant in Oppenheimer absolutely brilliant uh, next up we've got actress in a leading role we've got Annette Benning for Nyad we've got Lily Gladstone for Killers of the Flower Moon we've got Sandra Huller for Anatomy of a Fool Carrie Mulligan for Maestro and Emma Stone for Poor Things so the current two lead horses in this race uh, are Lily Gladstone and Emma Stone mm-hmm. um, the thing with Lily Gladstone what I found interesting is that um, she could have taken the easier route of going for best supporting actress, okay, yeah. which is what a lot of newcoming actors do. It's it, you're more guaranteed to get a, especially when you know the competition is, is hard when is you're hard. not an already very established well, you, exactly. name. However, she hasn't done that, and she has been picking up momentum. And I do think actually 
that um, she's getting, uh, she's becoming the front runner. I think Emma Stone is brilliant in Poor Things. I do, yeah. I, I love her in that. Haven't seen Nyad again. We both love Sandra Huller in Anatomy of a Fall. Brilliant. I don't think she will win. I don't think the momentum's there. Mm. Um, what a year she's having though, Zone of Interest well, exactly. in Anatomy of Fall. And, yeah. and, 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 and Carrie Mulligan is always good. Always good, very good. Always very dependable. And so right, rightly recognized there. But Lily Gladstone will win, I think, and deserves to win. I also have a slightly, um, this sounds quite cynical, but I don't necessarily mean it to be. But when I look at how people win Oscars now, and I think that the reasons that uh, Lily Gladstone and Devine Joy Randolph might win an Oscar is because people ultimately love the story of them winning it, which is that sure. they are lesser known actors getting their chance to win an Oscar in a limelight. Like Kiki in the Kwan. Same, Kiki Kwan last, last year. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it almost becomes less about the film, more about the, the wider narrative. Mm. And from the, if you're an Academy voter, if you're the Oscars, it looks great. It, 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 it kind of buys into the Oscars' glory. Given the 2018 Oscar So White thing. Yeah, and, and, and the kind of debacles with the slap and the envelope. It like, if, mm. you, if you, instead of having established figures get it, if, you, if you're able to kind of uh, be a um, make people's dream come true is that sprinkle of magic cinema dust yeah. that, that giving it to a slightly lesser known person is I'm not saying those two people d- wouldn't deserve it I, they absolutely yeah. do deserve it I'm just noticing a slight trend to, that, that they get recognised to me that. if Lily Gladstone Sandra Hiller or Emma Stone won it I wouldn't react I'd be like yes, yes deserving whereas I think if Carrie Mulligan or Annette Benning, again I've not seen her in Iad I'd be like oh so that those are my picks for me. I'd be happy with either either of those three for me. Would, would be happy to take it. Next, we've got actor in a leading role. Right. Starting with Bradley Cooper for Maestro, Coleman Domingo for Rustin, Paul Giamatti for The Holdovers, Killian Murphy for Oppenheimer, and Jeffrey Wright for American Fiction. So we also haven't seen Rustin. No. Um, I personally heartbroken that Andrew Scott is not nominated. Yeah. But actually, I'm all more of us strangers and well, all of us strangers has got no recognition mm. here, which is oh, okay, fine. I'm more heartbroken that Andrew Scott didn't get a nomination at the Baftas, considering it's slightly more home territory. Yeah. I know he's Irish, but it's still you know uh, he's much more of a name over here in the UK. Mm. Um, but 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 mes- like mescal- theatre actor as well, like very present. Yeah, but Paul Mescal and Claire Foy did. I we'll talk about all of us strangers next week when James goes to see yes, it. But very much um, I was it. very shocked about that in this category I love Coleman Domingo as an actor I haven't seen Rustin but I'm glad he's getting no- nominated Paul Giamatti is great and I actually think mm. he's got a lot of he's gaining a lot of momentum um, on the circuit I don't think Bradley Cooper w- will get beyond a nomination no. but uh, and I love Jeffrey Wright as well I love all these actors mm. but it's it's Killian's year it's, 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 I, looking at that I go Killian Murphy and I'm happy it, it completely deserves o- Oppenheimer already has coal in the fire yeah. and I think it will just tip over for him uh, and very very deserving yeah. what a performance oh terrific for that entire film doing what he did yeah brilliant and like an IMAX camera going yeah yeah in your literally face. like six yeah. inches from his face uh, now act well please um, yeah very deserving next up we've got best director yes. so we've got Justine Triet for Anatomy of a Fool Martin Scorsese for Killers of the Flower Moon Christopher Nolan for Oppenheimer Yorgos Lanthimos for Poor Things Jonathan Glazer for The Zone of Interest um, great to have to see Justine Triet nominated for Anatomy of yeah. a Fool Martin Scorsese's 10th Oscar nomination for I think for best director yeah. Uh, Lanthimos, yep, and and Jonathan Glazer. Considering Glazer has only made one film a decade for like the past twenty years, yeah, it's not like he has has lots of friends. It's not like he's drawing on a huge lobby to get yeah. him that that vote. He makes art when he's ready, exactly. <laughs> but it, uh, this is Nolan's year. I think this is Nolan's year. See, but Mark, I th- I agree with you. I think Nolan could take it. 
based on like the press he's got and all the actors talking about him and this yeah. like huge sense of reverence. But for me, my vote is Martin Scorsese. Mm, really? In terms of the really? quality of, yeah, my vote for best direction goes to Martin Scorsese. The handling true. of that film and the steady hand with which he takes you through. I mean, I don't have to know, but like to me, the director of that bunch is is, is Scorsese. You know, what? I, I I I can see Hot that. Hot take. Scorsese's great director. No, but I I see you mean. I mean, I I yeah, yeah I did prefer Killers of the Flower Moon mm. as a film to Oppenheimer and. You're right. For Scorsese to be delivering films as good as that, at that length, at that age, terrific. So you're, I, I'm, I'm more just like, because Scorsese is such an established name, I know Nolan mm. is as well, but Nolan's yeah. got years ahead of him to make movies. Mm. I, I'd be happy to see him do a clean sweep. But yeah, of course, if Scorsese wins, then yeah, absolutely deserved. And then a little bit of everything. The Best Picture nominees are as follows. We've got American Fiction, Anatomy of a Fool, Barbie, the Holdovers, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Oppenheimer, Past Lives, Poor Things, The Zone of Interest. So with the exception of The Zone of Interest and American Fiction, which we haven't seen, yeah. and Maestro, which we feel a bit w- weaker on, I think it's a very good year. Yeah, it's the first really um, good. of the categories you mentioned, Past Lives getting a first nod there. Yeah, I did think. it not get recognized oh, maybe for, for screen screenplay? Play. Oh, yeah, yeah for original, original screenplay, screenplay it did. Um, uh, yeah, great to see it, it recognized. I think... It is, but looking at that, I the best picture frontrunner is definitely Oppenheimer, and I'm like, I don't actually yes. know who the second one is after that. It could potentially be the holdovers. Could That's be the, zone of interest because we've not seen it. I just don't think it's it's all about momentum. You've all, mm. you've got to look at who's been winning the awards at the the critic circle awards, the Screen Actor Guild awards, the yeah. um, the Golden Globes. Unfortunately, the Oscars does have that thing where by the time you get to Oscars... People night, are like, oh, we of, know that's good. This of, is what we, the Academy, think. <laughs> you, know, but you already kind of know what's going to win. Mm. That's my point. So um, I do really think that it is Oppenheimer's year. I think that's a really good selection of films for Best Picture this year. Again, yeah. I've not seen a couple of them. That's a good That's a good yeah. menu. I think that's a really... And also... To look at the year. To go, oh, these were some of the best films of last year. I go, yeah. Yeah, uh, that's that's a solid recommendation. A yeah, real we'd spread agree. there, but I can really see it now. Oppenheimer taking best picture, best director, best actor, best supporting <sighs> actor, best adapted screenplay, best score, you best think it cinematography. Will clean up. I do. You think, think it will clean up to that extent? I do, in a way. Wow. I think I think it's got popularity. I think it, kind of across the board. I think people, on the one hand, they they love that it's an indu- an industrial success. It's mm-hmm. a vote of success. For, for cinema it, yeah. it grossed a lot of money it's brilliant it's also it looks fantastic it's a very popular film i i just buy a picture story but it, it kind of ticks so many boxes wow. i think it will be a bit of a clean sweep wow be interesting to see and your pick would be for for, for the yeah winner. of the ones you've seen for best picture oh i mean personally uh i would pick killers of the flower moon probably mm-hmm. in terms of my favorite films from last year Anatomy of a Fool, perhaps, and Past Live. Mm. I mean, we talked about this when we did our review at the end of the last year. Yeah, uh, I would probably, I probably pick Killers, Killers of the Flower Moon for best, yeah. for best picture. But I'm, I'm happy and okay with Oppenheimer winning. Yeah, I think me it's too. Fine. I feel like it makes a like <laughs> from like an Academy perspective. I'm like, yeah, Oppenheimer should win. But then, it, like personally, like you know, like I love Past Lives, Anatomy of a Fool. Oppenheimer also was like it was the success story of last year. That and Barbie. Yeah. Yeah. But Oppenheimer, I think, critically, and it's just, it just is a slightly better film. Mm. No chance Barbie gets it. No. No chance. Only because it, has, it hasn't got recognition in the other categories. I think it would be no. a real outlier for it to win. And I don't think it would deserve. I don't... Of all the films there, Barbie is not nowhere near the top of the list for me. Anatomy of Fools is better. Holdovers is better. Killers of yeah. the Flower Moon is better. Past Lives is better. 
I think even Poor Things is better. Poor Things does a lot of things Barbie tries to do in a much more explicit. If they had a category for like best cinema experience with your family, with your family and friends, Barbie would win. Sure. <laughs> the yeah. Saving Cinema Award. Uh, but guys, there you go. Those were just our quick reactions to the Oscars nominations for 2024. We'd love to hear what you think and what you think in the following weeks. We'll win Best Picture, Best Actor, Director. Just feel free to send in what you think will win and why. We'd love to catch up with it just before the awards. And then we'll try and do a little reaction afterwards. But as always, you can send in your thoughts, your questions, your concerns to hello at popculturepodcast.com. And we will read them out on the show. Don't forget to watch our full episode that came out today or this week. See you soon. Thank you. Bye, guys.